I think that the, the competition part has been fantastic. You know, just I mean, and the thing about at least I found so far with the people I ride with is there's not even any shaming. Like typically, if we work out together, like I say in the, in the weight room, and you know, you're not doing what everyone else is doing. You know, you're gonna get made fun of, right? It's just kind of the way it is, right? But like, there's I think we all realize that we all started out pretty bad, and so. <laughs> When guys, you know, don't do as good as you think or they don't do as well today, like there's no mocking. It's like, wow, good job, buddy, because it was hard. And I found that very, not comforting is probably the wrong word, but just like nice about so riding with, with people so far. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 156. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. I'm adjusting. I have new glasses on. Oh, I didn't even know they were new. Well, so I normally I just have my readers down here, but these are, are my, Oh, are these your two tones? These are my, my bifocal readers. <laughs> so when I look over the top, you are clear, or Aww. should I say crystal clear. No. And then when I look through the bottom, I can read my computer. Oh, so you don't even have to move your head because before you were like, yeah, I had to like look over him like I was a cranky librarian. (laughs) 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 I just want to get you a little chain. (laughs) (laughs) You know, remember we had uh, that that very nice lady on uh, who has her own serious show, Ginny Hutt. And then she had the the bunny eyes, you know, that you could like open them and like lay on your side and bed oh. reading you know maybe you ought to think about those oh, there we go yeah <sighs> little product placement yeah so uh, it was not even shameless plugs yet no because that was unpaid for that was unpaid for <laughs> <laughs> so uh what pray tell do you have in store for people this week well we're going to talk about uh, peloton's head of marketing stepping down we're going to talk about a new subscriber milestone revisit that mysterious green badge that we now all know the answer to we're going to officially announce the tonal winner talk about some presents we got in the mail and uh you know stuff like that awesome well before we get to all that Shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, where you can go there and subscribe and never miss an episode. While you're there, you can also uh, leave us a review. We have a new review. Oh, yay. Who's it from? Who's it from? Sorry, I was looking. I'm adjusting to my bifocals. Settle down. All right. I got excited. (laughs) I thought you liked enthusiasm. I I was just being enthusiastic. This is from OMG Pop 1027. Wow. 1027. And it says their birthday's October 27th. That would be my guess. Okay. This says uh, my Friday morning coffee. The clip out is a great way to kick off my Friday mornings going into the weekend. I love 40 something Tom, 14 year old Tom and Crystal. (laughs) 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 This is me too. This is the only place you can get real updates and hear from real Pelotonians. I love hearing from guests and getting perspectives that lead me to trying other classes. This is a great way to keep up with the Peloton family and culture. Keep up with the hard work and I'll see Crystal on the leaderboard and then their leaderboard name is sailor moon oh yes i know sailor moon but with a y s-a-y-l-o-r yes moon. not like the anime yes so um well thank you very much that was a very nice review thank you so much and now with the name like sailor moon i'm picturing that when she got done she was like Dee! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that was that was the uh, that was my graphic appearing yeah. above my head with my emoting. <laughs> so uh, and then also you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Uh, it's a great way to stay up to date on things throughout the week or get posts about if you are in the group. Maybe you already know who won the tonal because we announced it there. Yeah. Yeah. Notifications about Zoom calls, all sorts of things like that. And then, of course, uh, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com so you can have all the show notes and links and pictures and articles sent directly to your inbox so you don't have to go hunting for them. Just make sure I even sent it out this week. How about that? <laughs> so, so uh, there, there is all that. I guess uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. It's time for news of the Paladin. So according to the headlines, the head of marketing has been ran out of town on a rail. (laughs) I mean, that is that is what the headline said. And then you read the article and it's like, oh, she's having a baby. Yeah. Well, there's that. But on a rail. (laughs) I mean, it's, uh, you know, important to note, it wasn't that long ago that uh, Peloton's marketing and very specifically Carolyn Tish. Blodgett was winning an award. I don't remember what they call it anymore, but like they got an award for their amazing marketing campaign last year. Right. Um, And so now, you know, whenever you have a a headline that's like VP out, Peloton's head of marketing is stepping down. Yeah. Makes it it sound like she did something wrong. Yeah. It was like on the heels of something like on the heels of strong membership growth. Peloton's head of marketing is stepping down. Yeah. Like dun dun dun. They grew so much. They don't need her. (laughs) Well, and especially when it was on heels of our conversation about how they're spending zero dollars on marketing. It's like, oh, yeah. And she's out. Uh, (laughs) Makes it sound like they're just like, get rid of the whole marketing department. We don't need them. We're all done. (laughs) And I don't think that's true. We're all marketed up <laughs> <laughs> consider us marked yes <laughs> but yeah so congratulations to her yeah congratulations and uh we hope everything with your new baby goes well and uh you know maybe maybe you should come on the show Do, you know you could dish all the peloton yeah. secrets you're not going to be a peloton employee anymore carolyn just saying might be a good place to dish my guess is she still has stock that she wants to good do point, good okay point. so <laughs> she's not gonna hear this anyway yeah probably not she's like i don't work I'm there anymore i'm not sitting through that <laughs> i'm just i'm just putting it out there in case it somehow made it to her yeah you know i don't have to pay attention to these two <laughs> nut jobs anymore <laughs> uh so uh and so and then uh also this is marketing related they uh, Peloton hit a subscriber milestone. Yep, uh, we are over one million officially subscribed. Wow! Yeah, it was just like in March they they were like eight hundred and seventy six thousand. So that's a lot of growth. Yes, quite a bit. Yeah, congrats <laughs> to Peloton. That is quite a number. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, I think you know, obviously they were doing well before coronavirus, but boy, this really just turbocharged it. Yeah, I think it really accelerated everything. Yeah. Like everything going with gyms, everything with Peloton. I think it's been a huge boon. I think every other connected fitness platform ought to give Peloton a big thank you, right? Because had it not been for Peloton, then none of this would be happening none right of now. It. None so, of it. So yeah. Y'all are welcome. <laughs> that was my 
you know, that was that was my hat tip from Peloton. I is that what that was? Yeah, I feel like I can speak for them. Is that is that how that works? <laughs> how do they feel about that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that they might be like, um, no, yeah, not so I, much. that is obviously not from Peloton. Yeah. Obviously, I was joking, but really. In all sincerity, yeah, none like, of that would. I mean, it, it was definitely a huge domino that started this entire thing. Right, most of those companies would not exist were it not for Peloton. Yeah, it's, big change. Yeah, and then uh, segueing into just a little follow up, we know what the green badge was all about now. Yeah, and it was indeed called the Quest Badge. Uh, and uh, so, what's going to happen is once a week, if you follow Peloton on Instagram, they're going to put a clue out, and it's a scavenger hunt. You have to go find the ride. Uh, so the first one was was pretty easy for me. Right. I, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't figured it out yet. I feel like, well, by the time this airs, it should. Well, they have a whole month, so I, I don't know. I don't want to mess it up for anybody. Right. I don't want to mess up anybody's quest. But uh, for me personally, this was instantly. I knew exactly what ride and run it yeah. was. Like just like move. I got it. I don't. You don't even need to finish. I heard this, the <laughs> the the next one was really hard. It was uh. It was this was Tom's first ride. <laughs> Nobody can find it. Nobody can find it. <laughs> You will never get your green badge. Uh, well, you know, funny enough, I know you're joking, but um, when they originally posted the clue, the clue said you can find this run, ride, or flow from last summer. There was no flow. People were going nuts because there wasn't a flow. Gotcha. And, and so they were trying to find it, and that's not a thing. So if, if you're crazy, if you thought you were crazy last week and you were still wondering you didn't have that all tied up in a nice neat little bow, it, it wasn't. That was not a class. There's no bow flow. <laughs> no bow flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's no bow flow. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see what this week says and whether or not I know it. I wonder if you get like a big badge. So, like, they gave you a green badge. Right. But, like, do you get a big badge for completing all four of the quests? Like, it like becomes all... like, like the leaves all come together into like a big world or something. Right. Like, I need to know. Like Voltron. Yeah. That's what I want to happen. I wanted to do some like really cool stuff on my screen. I've got a whole vision. Peloton, reach out to me. We can chat. Well, that head of marketing position's open. <laughs> I feel like this is more of a content thing. Yeah. Maybe I should reach out to Tom Cortese. Yeah. Like, hey, Tom, got give some him, ideas. Give him old jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> so for the last eight weeks, we've been uh, talking about giving away a tonal. We did. And we Finally gave away a tonal. We gave it away. We uh, we are very excited to announce that Joanna Casal was our winner. Our grand prize winner. There was only one prize, so... It, by default, she was a grand prize right. winner, and uh, and so she won a tonal and a one year's free subscription to tonal. So that's really cool. Very cool. We announced that last week on the Zoom call. Should we talk about the other thing we announced on the Zoom call? Well, I we should, but let's let's also for everybody. We want to go ahead and play yeah, the totally. clip from Joanna. Yeah, we uh, we when we called and let her know, uh, we recorded it, and she said we could do this. Yes. So you, no no take backs. Right. <laughs> you said yes, Joanna, and. Yeah. Uh, so here is her unedited version or her un well, we shouldn't say not edited because I like deleted the beginning and end right. of the clip. But I mean, like her pure response to finding out. Yeah, so now through the magic of the Internet, we take you back in time to our call to <laughs> Joanna. <laughs> that was me going backwards. Is that what that was? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
just so you know, Tom's listening and he's on speaker. Hello. Hi, Tom. And we actually wanted to tell you that you are the winner of the tonal. <gasps> no way. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're the winner. We don't really need help with anything. No. No way. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, congrats. Are you kidding me? No. Not a prank? Not a prank at all. <laughs> Thank you. This is so exciting. So that was really fun. It was very fun. We had to trick her to get her on the phone. Yeah, we, we did. We don't want to say how. No. Because we might need to trick you one day. Yeah. So and we don't want to give away all now. our secrets. We give away all our secrets. Joanna yeah. promised she wouldn't tell. Yes. So we're going to trust her. She signed an NDA. <laughs> we're not that good. No, no. no. Maybe we should have Tonal throw in an NDA. <laughs> Next time. No giving away the secrets of the clip out. <laughs> so uh, on the Zoom call last week, if you were kind enough to join us, uh, you, you already know this part, so you can fast forward a little bit, save yourself some time. But we announced that we are going to be starting a new podcast in addition to, not instead of, countdown. Yes, yes. The clip uh, out is not going anywhere. It's, I'm assuming that that would upset you. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, calm down. I'm like, well, maybe they weren't yeah, upset Yeah, I know. At all. It sounded a little narcissistic. Yeah, I, was I was like, like I don't know that you should assume anyone's yeah. upset, Tom. They were like, like, yeah, you had a good run. That's, yeah. uh, that's plenty. Yeah. That's but uh, but yeah, so uh, we're starting a new podcast. It will be similar to the clip out, except instead of talking about Peloton, we will be talking about Tonal. Tonal. So how exciting. Um, I am so excited. Yeah. And it's going to be called the Superset. Yes. And that should be coming out whenever this goes live in the next couple days, three, yeah. four, five days. You should start seeing it pop up and we will we will share it uh, within the clip out, at least initially. So people are aware that it exists. And, yeah. And uh, and like I said, it'll be similar. We'll interview tonal employees and tonal users and we'll talk about what's going on in the world of tonal. I guess the only real difference is that it will be every two weeks, whereas this is weekly. And it will discuss different topics, you know, like on on this podcast, we focus a lot on the world of Peloton. Obviously, we will be focusing a lot on the world of Tonal. Sure. And so it will be things that, you know, are strength related versus cardio related. But we'll talk about the competitors of Tonal. We'll right. talk about all of those kinds of sim- similar topics. Yeah. And when Echelon finally rips off Tonal, we'll make fun of them, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or still. Definitely <laughs> Just in a new way Just in a new and exciting way <laughs> So uh, you know You might you might want to be get, If you've if you just been You can't get enough of Tom and I You're going to have a chance I know To get I, one and a half more times And I know I can't <laughs> Just can't get enough of me And you Oh thanks But thanks. mostly me Thanks for throwing that in <laughs> So uh, you got a uh, a little surprise in the mail from Peloton Well so did you well, I never saw it, but... You did, too, see it. You did, too. Oh, you're such a stinker. <laughs> Try to throw me under the bus. Oh, it's from Peloton. I'll just take it. I mean, I did, but I... Right. But, but, <laughs> you did take it. <laughs> but it was to get the boxes out of here. We can't have the Rona running around the house. I had to, you know... I had to get rid of all the boxes and the stuff, but uh, packaged inside the boxes from Peloton uh, were some really cool little items like swag that I think we would have all gotten had we actually gone to homecoming. This yeah, year. that's that's my guess is that yeah. would have been some sort of welcome gift when you went to went to homecoming. It's very nice. Got a water bottle. Is and that a what was in there? Chain. You know what it was. I showed you all of it from a distance. No, that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I like, totally shared, guys. I did. You're like Daffy Duck in the Diamond Mine. 
mine. Like, my mine, all mine. No, that is not true. I did not do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so if, if you uh, had signed up for Homecoming, it sounds like you got a little surprise in the mail. And if you haven't gotten it yet, we're, we're sorry we ruined the surprise. Yeah, it sounds like uh, they're still, from what I'm seeing on, on Facebook and such, it sounds like they're still arriving. So if you haven't gotten one, don't, don't despair. It's yeah. probably on its way. So uh, Wall Street Journal had an interesting article about connected fitness. It did. Um, And this is going to be a topic actually on our tonal podcast. But I wanted to mention it because, uh, you know, I'm so used to all of the connected fitness kind of all starting with Peloton. But in this one, they were talking about this Carol bike I've never even heard of. And they didn't even mention Peloton except to say, well, you don't you don't want to get pushed too hard by Peloton. So you should use this Carol bike I've never heard of. Well, I think it, the reason it doesn't push you as hard is because you can only use it at Christmas. <laughs> so apparently I just thought that was interesting because it's it's this whole article is about AI, home fitness, etc. But the, the reason I think they could justify using this other bike is because Peloton is the originator of connected fitness uh, within our new kind of generation that mm-hmm. we have going on. But the reason that they went ahead and put this one out is because, or talked about Carol, is because it allows you to kind of set your own resistance. And so they were comparing it in relation to like tonal, which sets your weights for you. So they say that on this bike, you get on the bike and you take three rides on it. And based on how hard you can push yourself on those rides, that's how hard your classes will then be. And that's different from tonal how? It's not or different from, from or is, oh you're saying bike. you're saying this bike is more like tonal in that regard exactly okay now I gotcha but uh but yeah I don't know it just seems like for the bike that doesn't seem like it's as uh it sounds lame yeah and and here's why it it didn't go on to say anything about like are there live classes and they're just adjusting your resistance but it sounded like hey you just you'll just exercise at an appropriate time. And resistance for you based on how you did during these three rides. And so I have not done any further research. Maybe there's live classes. Maybe there's a whole thing. I don't know. But it just struck me as odd that the entire article kind of took this different approach to it. Right. Like, oh, this is better for you because it's very specific to what you need. And I agree with that when it comes to strength. Right. Not sure I agree with that when it comes to cardio because, quite frankly... Cardio is like you have to get your heart rate up to a certain level for it to really be effective. Now, I guess it could be the same. You could say that about anything, that if you're not pushing hard enough for the strength, then you're only going to get out of it what you put in, is what I'm trying to say. But whenever I ride the Peloton bike, it's like I'm all in all the time. So I just can't imagine, why do I need the bike to tell me how hard I can make the resistance? I just don't understand. Like, it's turning a freaking knob. Yeah, it seems like that's a lot easier of a thing to to suss out on your own than it is for strength training. For me, yeah. yeah it's just It just seems... Especially because for strength training, there's so many different ways to lift the weights. Right? That, like, it's, it would just seem like it would be a lot to keep track of. It And it is, which, I mean... I was re-listening to the interview that we did with uh, Ali Arati Arati Mm -hmm. from Tonal, um, who's a CEO and creator. And when I was listening to it, I was thinking about the fact that he talks about 
how he used to have like a piece of paper and it would get all sweaty, you know, because right. he would like be carrying it around like I need to do this many sets and this much strength. And and that is why I never got into lifting weights at all, because right. it was like I didn't know what machines to use, what day, what what weights I should be using. So having somebody set it for me and, and then I forget it makes perfect sense. Totally. All I have to do then is focus on my form and like just doing what they tell me to do. Yeah. On Peloton, it just like if you're if you're comparing that to the bike, it just seems like it's a non, it's just a non-issue. Like right, I just like they're making a problem where there is none. Yeah, totally. It's a solution in search of a problem. Bingo. Yeah. Yes. Where yeah, with strength training, there's so many there's so many different weird moves. It's like oh, you're gonna do a deadlift, and from there it's gonna be a one-eyed pirate, and then <laughs> over here you've got the rat back, and then I'm like, what? You're doing what now? What are these things called? These can't be real things, are they? I think you've been watching me too much, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> if I was well, I I was watching, not listening. Apparently, clearly, because there's never been anything called a rat pack. <laughs> I said a rat back. Okay. Well, I wasn't listening to you that yes. time. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a one-armed pirate? No, there's oh. not one of those either. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Absolutely. So uh, in light of all that, how's Vicam going? Great. I did the other day, I did a six-rounder, which is my first time doing a six-round class. And I really enjoyed it. Um Okay, so I was off the uh, the prospect path again. I've been going rogue. I'm right. all over the place. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed it. I tried a new coach, Coach PJ, which I, I really enjoyed. He was very just focused on the moves. And, and he, they, you know, all these fight camp instructors are just so like, they just lay out the moves for you. Here's what we're going to do. And then they take a minute while you're resting and they show you what's coming up in the next two minutes. And I really like how... It's broken down into two minute or four minute increments and then you rest because it's like, you know, that no matter what you're doing, you only have a certain amount of time and then you're done. Right. And you get to rest. And that's really important, especially around round five. Like, <laughs> OK, I got this, you right. know, um, but I, I really love that every single class is so different. You wouldn't think there's that many moves like punching is punching. Right. right. But there's not. There's like all these different moves. And then there's like the body shot, you know, and man, I, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed Okay, no, we're on very different levels. Is there levels. a one-armed pirate? No, there's no one-armed pirate. Do you get to punch a rat back? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a rat pack I punched. <laughs> but like, like they were doing like... Well, um, they did have a one-eyed guy. <laughs> no. So there was uh, one of the combinations I was doing this weekend was like one, two, and then a three, and then a three to the body. So it was like, you know, if you had an actual person standing there, you know, you'd like, you'd hit them from the side. You guys can't see, but I'm showing Tom that I'm like kind of doing a hook to the side. And you were supposed to kind of like duck down as you did it. Right. And, um, you know, I felt like. Like, I was really doing something, you know? I mean, I... (laughs) Well, you were doing something. But I mean, I felt, like, really accomplished. Like, I, you know, like, I was actually tough enough that I could, like, actually punch somebody and hurt them. Well, I heard that phase two for fight camp is that the bag will punch back. (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to get better. (laughs) Like, a lot better. (laughs) There should be no liability issues about that at all, should there? (laughs) No, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. uh, Just just in from fight camp, they said, uh, don't listen to anything I say. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely. That That is true. Except for this part. 
If you would like to know more, <laughs> you can go to joinfightcamp.com. That is true. Yeah. And and if you decide to buy one or buy a package from them, make sure you tell them that you found out about them from the clip out during the survey at the end of your purchase. Don't mention anything about the bag that punches back. No. That would get me in trouble. I don't think they're going to want to go with that. No. <laughs> it's kind of like the sexy filter you had on Peloton many, many moons ago. They should have. And boy, they should. Maybe I should apply for the head of marketing position. I was open. <laughs> and my... Entry point will be the sexy person filter. I can't see you making it to an interview, but good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, Peloton blog had an article about meditation for anxiety. Yeah, and I'm going to have to say that regardless of what the article said, it's just helpful. Meditation for anxiety is helpful because it helps you with your breathing. It helps you focus on something else. And I tell you what, since this whole Corona thing has happened, it has really, I have been, my anxiety levels have been through the roof. I haven't been meditating as much as I should. Honestly, it's a lot to do with our sleep schedule, because I, I know you're going to make fun of me if I turn on a meditation. What? I've never made fun of you. Oh, you would so make fun of me if You've I You've done it on. before. Yeah, but only when I have my little headphones on, so you can't hear it. Oh, I, you meant turn it on for me to hear, too. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would, I would make fun of. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> So I haven't been because then I got to mess with my phone and then I got to have the the little head. My, well, my, I'm 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 not here three nights a week. now. I know. I know. And those nights are the worst time for me to sleep because you get up in the middle of the night and then I'm awake and then I go back to sleep. Or I try to go back to sleep. Not that it's your fault. Anyway, the point being all of that to say, I really believe that this meditation is super, super helpful for anxiety and I need to take my own advice and do do more of the meditation. But um. This whole blog that Peloton put out got, it kind of goes through step by step why it's helpful. And then they give you some suggestions like doing it with your kids, you know, and things like that with the whole family because they right. have some of those family classes now. Ah. And so this is a good example. Uh, I saw that um, it was a couple weeks ago that Gina Mitchell put a picture of her daughter doing a meditation for the first time. And her daughter's name is Sydney. You might remember oh, that. Okay. And uh, so she's tiny. You know, she's still in that four-year-old cute adorable toddler-ish looking face you know that they have when they're so little and uh so she's sitting on the floor and she's like got her eyes closed and she's in meditation pose and then the next picture when you swipe is like she's got her eye open (laughs) 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 it was so adorable but she was taking one of the family meditation classes from peloton i just thought that was the cutest (laughs) our kids aren't cute when they do things anymore like that now yeah. they're teenagers now, yeah. so the cuteness is all worn off. The only time I see uh, my Sydney be cute is when she's sleeping. She still sleeps with her stuffed animals. And uh, so, like, I walk in at noon because she's a teenager. <laughs> and uh, she's got them all cuddled up. And I'm like, aw. And then I'm like, I need to wake her up. And the cuteness is going to go away. <laughs> yeah, because you have to scream to wake her up like a drill sergeant. I do. It's ridiculous. There was a uh, a nice little post from Maddie about his super supportive parents. Yeah. I just love his parents. I don't know if you guys got to see this, but Maddie did one of his at-home live runs last weekend, and uh, his parents came out, and they had big signs that said, uh, proud pillow parents, and they were basically like cheering him on, like it was... uh, like, it, know. They, like They were in the, the window of the Today Show. Yeah. They had signs they made with poster board, which that shows you like how dedicated his parents are. It, it means one of two things. It means that they either went out 
and it, bought these supplies and during the Rona. Right. And and bought cardboard or they just constantly have poster board at the ready. And either way, that just they're just awesome. Yeah. You know, like if they would do that, then they're awesome. And if they already had it and they were prepared. Yeah. For such an event. We, we just need to have poster board around here. Because you never know when you're going to need to cheer somebody on. Right. Like they're just so supportive. We don't have poster board. No. We're not cheering anybody on. No. Maybe that's why our teenagers aren't cute. Maybe they'd be cuter if if we cheered them on. <laughs> you make a good point, Tom. Make a really good point. Maddie needs to send us a picture of what he looked like as a teenager. Yeah, if Maddie, he, you're going to have to settle this. If he was a cute teenager, then it bears this theory out. Yeah. If he was just a regular teenager. Yeah. Like, did you do cute things? Were you really nice all the time? Or did you go through like a rebellious phase? We need to know. Right. We need to know to really hammer this down. Hmm. Well, I doubt he's listening, so I'll have to message him. Yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> we'll get some answers. We'll get to the bottom of this. But if you would like to see that, uh, there will be a link in the email that we send out every week. So you can go sign up for that at our website at theclipout.com. And this next story makes both of us jealous for very different reasons. Uh, Robin got to sit down with Reese Witherspoon. <sighs> I make the same sigh. I just suppress it. Yeah. Do you have a thing for her? I think she's pretty adorable. Do you? I do. I don't know. Man, we've been watching this show, this this little fires everywhere. She's not as cute as she used to be. Well, I mean, she's also kind of bitchy on that show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's taken some of the cuteness out of it. But she's played characters like that before. Tracy Flick in Election. She was like that. I did yeah, this character, she still had the cuteness. Well, because she was very, very young during yeah, that. The movie's yeah. like 20-something years old now. Right. But, I definitely but, agree. But uh, but yeah. She, but, I was uh, just wondering yeah. if it was still working for you. So it's still worry. She's still cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm jealous because, you know... They can interview Robin, and we can't. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. Also, Robin got to talk to Reese Witherspoon. And we can't do that either. We can't do that either. So we've got our limits. We do have our limits. Does Reese Witherspoon have a Peloton? No clue. I was just curious. Presumably. Yeah. Since she had Robin on her podcast called Shine On. Shine On. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, I think she's really cute. Now I've got a Pink Floyd song stuck in my head. Do you? I do. <laughs> I feel like they're not related. I don't think they are, but yeah, that's what I've been doing at work because when I'm it, when in the overnight, like I can't get to Spotify, they have it blocked, but they I can get to YouTube. So I've been watching full length concerts from classic rock acts. So I've watched like three Pink Floyd concerts while I would read my book. I'd let it play in the background. Wow. Well, it's, that's so, a lot. So I've heard Shine On You Crazy Diamond in like three different incarnations of Pink Floyd now. So. Okay. I gotcha. That's what I've done. But anyway, so what did Reese have to say? Oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. Okay. Thanks for the recap. No problem. But we have been watching Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. Which is really good. It is really good. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's uh, I, I kind of can't wait to get done with this just so we can go finish yeah, watching it. We had it. to stop it with like 20 minutes left. Yeah. And it was building up, man. Yeah. Season finale or series finale. Season, I don't I even know. But whatever it is, it's good. Yes. So can't wait to find out. Absolutely. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them? I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized, um, and they also come in 
even like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to Gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at Gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Absolutely. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skypephone is Jeff Schwartz. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? I'm glad to be here. Hope everyone is uh, getting through stay-at-home orders and, uh, and um, you know, just quarantine life and uh, doing with, with small stuff. I know it's hard right now, but I uh, hope everyone's able to make it work. It's not hard for me. I am uh, naturally lazy. He is, yeah. This is my time to shine. (laughs) I like wearing sweatpants, so I have not been at all taken aback by having to wear them every (laughs) single day for the last three weeks. How how is it going for you, though? Like, what what's a typical day for you? Um. Well, now, I mean, I not what it used to be. I I have a radio show that I was doing at night um, on the Pac-12 Network on Sirius. 6 to 9 Eastern, Monday through Friday, and that's now reduced to one uh, podcast per day. So basically we film it, we film it, we record it in the afternoon now and then put that out like it's live at 6 o'clock for an hour. So I'm fortunate to still have that going. I then write, it's a little bit less now with NFL, kind of a little bit of a dead period, uh, but when it gets going, up four articles a week, and I have uh, my, my own podcast uh, as well. So um, I stay pretty busy, uh, but now, I mean, I don't know. I woke up this morning. Uh, we did a big uh, a big ride together. A bunch of um, retired NFL offensive linemen uh, did a 10 a.m. class this morning for 30 minutes, and then I just kind of lollygagged around the house, <laughs> recorded my podcast at one o'clock. I did I did a rookie mistake, guys. What? You guys have, have recorded a lot. I've seen. You know, right now we're using Skype because we don't have a choice. You know, our our no one's in the studio to use the actual device, the Comrex we normally use, and so you record calls via Skype. Obviously, you can have a third party recorder. I pressed start record today. I pressed it. I swear I did. 
but we were done with an hour. Guess what? None of it recorded. Oh. So First off, we let, had to let me do it. Let me just say how much joy it brings me to hear <laughs> that people who work at that level do the same stuff. It, is, like it's it not has just, happened. Because we've, we've had that happen a time or there was one poor lady, I forget who, we had to interview her three times. Yeah, not, it was a different thing each time, though, it in was. our defense. It was yeah. like once then, like we had all these troubles, she couldn't get her microphone to work on her end at all. Yeah. And then there was another time that the Skype recording didn't work at all yeah and then there was a third the third time was the charm but <laughs> so I, it, it makes us feel a lot better about when we when things like that happen to us we're like we're so unprofessional we could never work at that le- oh okay okay, okay. Right exactly. in. yes yes we actually have a, a program just a little inside baseball not to mix metaphors but uh our skype recording program it starts as soon as skype connects yes so we yeah, I have one of those too, but I never downloaded it for my on this computer okay. that I'm using now. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and so it, it was going to make me pay too. Oh. So I was like, I'll just use the free one. Yeah. So I got what I deserved, I guess, for going <laughs> cheap. But we, 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 we recorded the show today, and I think it was um, better than the first one. So we made it work. And look, we had nothing to do. The host and I, Sean and I, were like, look, all right, well, we have nothing else to do. Let's re record the show. <laughs> so we made it work. Well, I mean, I guess if that's going to happen, what a great time for it to happen. Not when you have like 18,000 appointments yeah. lined up behind it. Exactly. Yes. Think of it like rehearsal. This should be your that should be your best episode ever <laughs> because you you got a dry run. Exactly. Bingo. It was it was I liked our dry run today. It was pretty good. I was a little bummed. <laughs> we had to do it again, though. Don't you honest. hate we, when you we for- nailed our first hour of our show today? I hate when you forget jokes or little tidbits that you had the first time. Like they just came so naturally, yeah. and then you're like, "Wait, it didn't work in this time. It didn't happen." <laughs> there are a couple. There were a couple times on the on the retaping when it's like that. Like, ha, 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 ha. You know, it just was like, wasn't as funny. <laughs> but we, we made it work anyways. So I have to ask, I always start with this question. How did you originally find Peloton? So, I mean, of course, we've seen the ads. Um, and my wife does not like working out at all. She hates it. I love working out. And so my idea was to get it for her. This is before the ad came out, I think, that everyone mocked. <laughs> But, Good. <laughs> um, I, she was like, I want to get a Peloton. And for months, I kind of held out. So I'm like, you're not going to ride it. It's a waste of money. You're not going to do it. And so I finally gave it. I was like, all right, fine. I'll get you a Peloton. So I got the Peloton. And this was like around Halloween. I think actually my first ride was on was on Halloween. And so with the gym still open, uh, well, I mean, really, she's ridden like five times, of course. Um, <laughs> but with the gym still open, I would do the Peloton once or twice a week. And then I'd still lift. Uh, maybe I'd do the once a week and lift three days a week. I'd still want to get my lifting in. And obviously, since since the stay-at-home order, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's been around now for at least three weeks, I want to say. At least some sort of stay-at-home, not the official one. But I haven't been in the gym in three weeks. So now I'm using it four days a week at least. And, um, yeah, so that, that's how it started. Um, and that's that's what I'm doing. And it's interesting because I have I have a really good uh, uh, hack for the Peloton for bigger guys. I tweet this out. I can retweet again when the podcast comes out. I'm tall, six six. I'm way over the weight limit, but I, I make it work. And the handlebars only come up to a certain height, obviously. Right. And so I don't want to be leaning over the bike because it's not good for my back. So I stack up. I t- take six bath towels, fold them in quarters, and stack them up on the on the handlebar. Oh. So 
my hands just sit like they would for anyone else on the bike who's not 6'6". Really? So does that get in your way of your monitor no. at all? No. Okay. I'm tall enough where I can look okay. you know, through, like, through the towels to the monitor. No, it doesn't at all. And so this way I, I can obviously when I'm you know push pedaling hard, I don't have to like lean way over to grab onto the handlebars. And then when I get out of the saddle, I don't have to like be in a weird position where I'm like almost it just like okay, it just it's so much better this way. It's awesome. Well, what a great I that's a great tip. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So you guys got this you got the bike this year, this past year? I got yeah, no, yeah, in, in October. Wow. So it's yeah. kind of new. So is so you said your wife has only ridden it 5 times? Uh, who knows? Yeah, probably her <laughs> account has like my my dad on it and her friend on it. I don't even know how many she's officially done because she's not on there. And um, I don't even, yeah, she hasn't used it all. But I, it, it's, I'll tell you what, I probably didn't get the value in it until we have the quarantine. I mean, until like we got to stay at home and it's like all I have to do. And then I've ramped up my use of it and taken it more live classes because I have less, you know, more time to kind of hop in a live class and you don't have to be so regimented with my schedule and it's been great. I mean, like the workouts have taken off now that I do it more often. Okay. So I know everybody at home is dying to know, like, is there a certain ride they can all hop on with you? Like, where, like, where are you yeah, guys, so, where are you guys all riding? When is this happening? So if you go on Twitter, uh, I'm at Jeff Schwartz, Jeff with a G. I will tweet out, um, when I'm going on and there's a bunch of us, there's, um, Booger McFarlane, who's on ESPN Monday Night Football, he's amazing. Like he blows us out of the water. I mean, he'll get <laughs> his outputs over 700 in a 45 minute ride. Good lord. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Cole Kubik on the SEC Network, uh, Eric Wood, who played for the Bills forever, TJ Lang was on the line. So there's a bunch of retired NFL players doing basically a lot of media now. There's also current guys that we get in there. And then also, uh, from Barstool Sports, PFT Commenter. Who's fantastic? Um, he has like a, he has a little gang too. So there's a <laughs> so there's retired NFL players and his he calls them his his buns of anarchy gang. So he has them going on too. So we kind of like <laughs> joined. So this morning today's April second. We had I think seven or eight people on um, like in that group. Yeah. And we just went after. There's also there was also something last week with a bunch of PGA Tour guys with uh, with uh, Bubba Watson and Roy McIlroy and Justin Thomas were. Bubba tweeted out like, yo, we're going on 10 a.m. tomorrow. Let's go. A bunch of us hopped in there at the same time and just get after it. It's the first thing I've done since I retired. I retired in 2016 that in the morning I feel like it's like a game day. I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I eat. <laughs> we're getting on at 10 o'clock. Like, I'm getting after it. And like <laughs> for, for the live workouts, it's different if we schedule like a non-live workout, you know, kind of like, okay, we're doing one at 8 o'clock when it's not live. The live ones feel like there's more, even more competition. And so it feels good, like to get to, to compete and see everyone's, you know, see everyone's numbers and try to beat your obviously your PR, but try to get after someone else. Um, and it's really the, the competition is fantastic, in my opinion. It's so interesting because like so many of the people we talk to are like, don't worry about the competition, don't worry about the leaderboard, don't let that intimidate you. Like just get out there and do your thing, but I mean, it would make sense that like somebody that's performed at your level <laughs> yeah. is going to be hyper competitive. That you're especially like, especially against other people yeah. that that you've played and, against. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's just it's just interesting because it's like normally people you kind of, you almost have to like talk them up, like you have to kind of hype them up because so many people come to the bike and they're intimidated by it. Well, you and know? I think so many people know that like 
because Peloton, the world of Peloton has gotten so large and there's so many people on these rides, the average person, they're not going to be able to compete because there are people like this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean yeah, you they're... guys you guys have these massive outputs. You right. know, just just to give a comparison, like uh so I'm five six as opposed to your six six and uh yeah. um I so my like forty five minutes when I'm like really all out is like 300. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's like, I had a friend today that was on with us and he was like blowing us out of the water. And I, so I clicked on his profile while we were going and he was putting the resistance up to a hundred. And oh, his bike is jacked. I think he, I think he averaged like 71 resistance with like a pace of like 80. No, he's, he's got he's got a bike that isn't cal- he needs to be recalibrated. So <laughs> so I so I went up to I went up to 95 for like the last 45 second push we had. Oh. And I mean I could do it. I mean my cadence was like 50. It wasn't like that bad. I actually didn't think it was as hard as going like with a 70 cadence and you know, I mean like a you know a 60 resistance and a 80 cadence. I I thought that was wasn't as wasn't as hard. I mean, so guys are able to, I think, do a lot more resistance, obviously, that are ex players. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah, <that> stands <laughs> to reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys like? I just picture you guys like all chatting while you're doing this. Like, you have your phones and you're like giving each other talking shit while you're doing it. No, I, I do want to. I do want to <laughs> one time. Um, you, you does that video feature now? Yes. Yeah. Right. If there was like we were all together on a video, but I think that most of us are like huffing and puffing. So bad that it doesn't, you know, that there's just no way that we could ever do that. You know, I'm just like the very end. I, I wear a heart rate monitor separate of the Peloton. I mean, you know, if I'm if I'm going well the last three minutes of a 30 minute ride, my heart rate is like 170. Yeah. For all three. Whoa. So like it, I don't, I'm not really in the mood to get on the video <laughs> and see how people are doing. I mean, I'm just looking at my stats right now. Like at the end today, I, I was at like 50 cadence at 95 resistance for 45 seconds. Good Lord. Yeah, that's so, that's. Yeah massive so <laughs> so do you guys like always ride with the same instructor is there like a go-to instructor for you guys just like alex uh there's actually an article written today on espn.com about about alex and um all the nfl players that ride with him so there's if you go to espn.com there's a giant article like we like saw it we saw it. yeah we we posted it and uh yeah. one of our listeners actually is friends with the guy who wrote that so yeah kevin wrote it i think and so he's great but you know, with, if you're doing a live class, you kind of have to pick and choose. So if I'm choosing a live class, I part of it too, I think for us, the football players, and I don't know how this is. I don't obviously follow many other people that ride. We kind of don't listen to what they tell us. And so, <laughs> like if you know, if someone's saying, and I can't move as fast, my legs don't move as fast as most people, and so I choose to be a little bit more resistance heavy, and then my legs just a little bit slower. Typically, I, get, I feel like I get a better workout that way, even though my my speed's getting faster. But like we kind of don't listen, and so it sometimes doesn't matter who the the uh, person is. But personally, like if I'm doing riding by myself, I like Robin. I think she's fantastic, and she does a ton of the, the hard rides. I tr- typically choose a lot of the hit ones, mm-hmm. and I like the interval type of workouts. She's great. Alex is great. Uh, those are probably the two that I, if I'm just riding by myself, I go with the most. If it's a live ride, you kind of don't have to. You kind of just don't have a choice. Right. Right. I mean, just kind of whatever, whatever, whoever's there, whoever's teaching and they all have their own personalities. So it's like you're you're still getting a great workout. Yeah. And again, like, I mean, I think with with us as athletes, you know, we're used to working out. So we kind of know like like there'll be days where I know, like, OK, 
today's a day where I feel great. I'm going to push it. Today's not a day. I'm not going to push it. Okay, today I want to work on – and there's some – like I don't like the rest, for example. I do not like rest. I don't like long warms and rest. <laughs> so like, if it's a three-minute rest, I'll probably take a minute rest. I'll do – and I'll do intervals for two more minutes to just get – you know, start up again when they start up again. Like I just kind of feel like that's what I need to do for myself. It's a 10-minute warm-up. I'm using about two of those minutes and I'm just starting my own, my own intervals. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think a lot of us, like that's the way we kind of look at it. It's like, okay, we know what we want to get done today. We don't really use maybe the instructor with are telling us exactly what to do. Well, that makes sense. Now I've heard, I've read that football players like spin versus like running. So as opposed to having the Peloton tread is, is there any truth to that? And if there is, why? Well, I mean, I think the, the Peloton is less, Beat up, you know, beating on your body than, than the treadmill. There are guys I know that have the treadmill. I think they're crazy. I, I don't run. I'm not. I'm not ever gonna run. It's not never my thing. <laughs> so the bike like feels low impact to me now. Of course, I, I kind of hacked that back thing. That it was bothering my back a little bit early on. So I wasn't able because I just was kind of bending over a little bit too much and hunching my back. Okay. So the towel thing really helped. And so just it, I feel good afterwards. I mean, running for running for like 20 minutes would just destroy my body. I oh. guess your size, that's probably. Yeah, I guess just like you're. I mean, I'm already above the weight limit for the bike, but I can't imagine I'm anywhere near the weight limit for the, the treadmill. And that 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 pounding on the treadmill would break it if I was too heavy. The bike, I can get away with it much easier. So do other NFL players or people that are that size, do they? Do they do a similar thing when they're on the bike with the towels, or do they? Uh, does that- I don't know. I've I've I recently started sharing it. Like I don't know what people were doing. Right. I think it just went away because I I was a buddy of mine today. He's only done a couple rides. I think he's seven or eight rides. I was like, man, climbing. I just can't do it. I'm like, dude, you gotta put the towels on there because then you're 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 way more upright. You're not bent over in a very weird position. And so that I think it's a huge. It's it's awesome. Huh. Well, I, I think that's a really good tip because I've and on the flip side, people who are really short, they use pool noodles on on the uh, actual handlebars to make them closer to them. That's another thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was like an idea that I, you know, I thought about doing with like a big foam roller. Yeah. Just cutting and putting on top to make it thicker. So I didn't have to lean down so much. But it wasn't like it I was just like, ah, that's not probably not more. I, could, I can't take that. It's, I can take this on and off easier. And so I just do the towels. I'm sensing. I'm running to the towels too. I'm sensing a new reality show, Pimp My Peloton. You know how they used to have Pimp My Ride? Like people can come old in. Old crust, old crusty uh, towels that no one uses in their house. <laughs> on the and I also have like a, I also have like a like a seat, like a you know a little cushiony seat and whatnot for my big butt. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. And I think that once you get, it feels like for me, I don't know how many. You, I'm sure you guys have done hundreds of rides. When I got to about, it was really hard for a while. It's still hard. I had a great workout today. It was a different type of hard. About 30 rides, I started like feeling like feeling like I belonged type of thing. And now it, it's just much you know, easier. I get a better workout now. But like I just felt it took, it took about 30 rides, I felt like, to really kind of get the hang of like the instructor I wanted and liked. I went through a bunch of them, the workouts I want, what works best for me, how fast my legs move, what's a good resistance for me, should I climb here, should I not climb, Maybe I'm overthinking it too much for myself, but it, it took about 30 rides. Ever since then, I'm getting at 37 or 38. The last like eight or nine rides have been great. That's awesome. So you said that prior to uh, the quarantine that you 
hadn't been riding the peloton all that much do you feel like when it's lifted do you feel like it will stay in your regimen more than it did previously or will you just go back to the gym i don't know uh, i like i like lifting i don't sure <laughs> um, i get that probably not i mean i might do it now twice a week instead of once a week i might make sure to do it twice a week but i still like to lift and my body needs that i mean i'm pulling up okay now i'm, I'm able to get out and do some workouts outside i have a couple free weights and kind of get the body moving and you know if you do get a good leg workout but upper body is nothing you can do really i mean i know that they have you know those programs for on you know the intervals and arms i just we, most of us just don't even do the arms we just ride through it and um i uh i need an upper body i need to be able to lift and so that's i'll probably go back to lifting a little bit more uh maybe i'll throw in a saturday an easier ride on saturday wednesday is my i do pilates and yoga on wednesday so i don't ride on those days you know maybe i'll I'll do more. I don't know. I still like lifting, though. So we'll see. We Tom and I have always talked about like how how it feels like from an outside perspective, being a professional athlete, when you're you're constantly training that whenever you retire, that it would be difficult to keep up that level of activity to stay in shape. Was that a difficult adjustment for you or was it just it just came naturally? When I retired or when I when I was playing? Uh, when like, you like the adjustment from playing right. to retiring. The transition. Oh well I mean I'm not I mean I'm not staying in shape. I mean I'm like I'm not like <laughs> I mean I like I'm not like football shape. Well but, I mean, like, okay. as far as just working so I've always liked working out. So to me I always want to keep doing it. now the thing about when you're retired, I am telling you, a bunch of old boys have this problem is you just immediately stop lifting because you've done it for, you know, if you've done, you know, college, you know, college four years, you play in the NFL for a good side. I mean, you, you've been lifting for so many years in a row now. You've been, you've been beating up your body in the weight room. And you just say, I'm not going to lift. And you don't lift for six months. And then your body starts hurting because it needs to, it needs that that weightlifting experience. It doesn't need a lot of weight. It just needs some weight. Your body's used to feeling, you know, that, that certain way of, you know, physicality of, of just, the, you know, just getting under a bar and moving and, and putting some weight up and endorphins burning and stuff like that. It's used to that type of thing. So, you know, that was kind of what I did. And I was like, oops, I need to start lifting again. And then, you know, if you're, you know, if you just have nothing to do all day, which some guys do, you know, they work out for multiple hours. I've just kind of been busy since I retired trying to build my media career up. So I've been able to get in, you know, 45 minute lift two or three times a week, but dining the Peloton adds a dimension. I didn't, I don't really have to spend time in the gym now doing like quote unquote cardio. You know, I could, you know, I used to, I used to, you know, spend, you know, 20, 25 minutes in the gym doing like cardio, right? But now I can probably cut that out, just lift, get a warm up, just lift, and then do save my cardio days for the Peloton. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. But and I, I would also think that when you're like, well, I'm not in shape, I think that like maybe your definition of shape yeah. <laughs> has been skewed <laughs> because you spent a good portion of time. Basically, it was your career yeah. to work out. You know what I mean? Like, it, and so I mean, you, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I mean. I don't know which I guess. So. I guess I, I, I was tra- just like, picturing it like some people, you know, they retire from any profession and they, yeah. they kind of just sit down and kind of like gain weight. So I was I was thinking of it more like, oh, yeah, some of us gain. Yeah. I mean, most I would say that NFL players generally lose weight because from lifting. Now, I'm a rare person that kind of stayed the same weight because I just I've been this size. I'm actually smaller now than I was when I was in college. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I track my heart rates and stuff, and I, I don't know. It's just I don't know what's normal and not normal. Um, <laughs> you work out a lot. I mean, like, I mean, like today. I mean, I did. You know, today was today was hard. I did a thirty minute ride. You know, my average heart rate was one fifty eight. 
and I don't know, it's high, I think, for this ride. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. But it sounds like you work out a lot. It sounds like you're in a very good shape to me. From- <laughs> yeah, like what you're, what you're describing sounds like a lot to like um, normal people, like people that aren't surrounded by professional athletes and you yes. can be professional athletes, you know. I think here's I think in my opinion, I think a little bit of difference is, is, is the recovery time. Like I can rec- like I said, like if there's a three minute rest on the bike, do you guys think if, if a instructor says you have a you know, 45 minute ride? And they give you three minutes of quote unquote rest, right? Just kind of fat, you know, lower the resistance, speed the legs up. Do you guys do that for three minutes? I I usually do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, like I just do it for a minute and then just continue. I put turn the resistance back up, get on my saddle and do you know forty five on, forty five off twice or a minute. You know, I do it one set of that and then ride out for thirty seconds to the next till we go again. Like I like, I don't. I get, I get, maybe that's a difference. I just, my recovery times, I don't, I don't really need the recovery. Yeah. Yeah. You're responding to it a lot quicker than maybe the average person. So, <laughs> yeah. so, um, do you ever interact with anybody from the Peloton community outside of like other sports players? Uh, well, I mean, there's the, you know, there's the PFT is at Barstool. So he rides. There's a bunch of people at Barstool that ride. I mean, it's kind of like it's only been like a thing on Twitter, in my opinion, that yeah. I've done for about three or four weeks. So I'm just trying to figure out. There's other, there's obviously fans and other people that, that I've tried to ride with. There's people that I know from under industries. I'm, but not really. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm trying to think if there's no, I don't really follow celebrities. I'm, I'm not a celebrity person. Like, I don't really follow celebrities. So <laughs> I don't know who else is riding. I don't really care. Sure, um, sure. Well, I, and the reason yeah. I ask is because I, I don't know if you're aware of like this giant community that's on Facebook and that like rides together and they have all these different groups and they're always no, talking. No yeah. Like it's a, it's a massive, like on, on Peloton's official facebook group there's over two hundred thousand people in there i kind of got off facebook like three years ago um because <laughs> it's ridiculous it and so <laughs> I, I don't i'm on facebook now i guess i haven't been on here in a while i have my athlete page and that's about all i just post funny videos on that page yeah i mean yeah it has two hundred thousand. yeah and actually has well their official page has six hundred thousand. but let me see i don't know I, which is the which is like the the group page? The group the is like page? yeah, they call it the official Peloton uh, member page. Oh yeah, yeah, two hundred sixty. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. Maybe I should start posting. I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I do not. Um, people would go nuts if you did. Like they would absolutely go nuts. Like they'd be so excited because yeah, uh, you know. Join, <laughs> It's a private group, but do I join as I want to join as my athlete page? How do I do that? Uh, uh can you? Who cares? I don't know. Some, I'll figure it out. I think some groups like some too. Don't. Like, it's hard to jo- here. I'll please. Oh, here we go. There we go. Athlete page. Join group. I've joined. Oh, geez, oh, lots of questions. It's just oh, things like just, it's just things difficult. like what's your leaderboard name yeah, and your favorite instructor. <laughs> I agree to the groups. The okay. So don't right. be I have mean. To submit some rule. I have to submit some stuff. I have a bike and I agree to group rules. Okay. <laughs> My request is in, everybody. So I, I you know I'm just super curious because, like, uh, so so when you're on that page, we always taught, like, uh, within the group, there's a lot of discussion about all of the people that we see on Twitter, we see on TV that, uh, you know, you're very famous to us. So we're like, oh, my gosh, all these uh. people are writing. And we're curious, you know, like, how how does this work or how does that work? And and so people will put all these comments on there, you know. And so I'm just really curious. I'm, I'm always fascinated if, if other people are if you guys are even aware that Facebook, like we're all like clamoring <laughs> over everything you guys I was, do. I was I was unaware, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's uh, 
Yeah, I, I didn't know. Like I said, I, Facebook, I kind of just like stay away as much as possible. But maybe I have to, I have to get, come back now to be in the Peloton member page. Well, it's uh, Peloton membership. That particular page, it's... It can it's, get a little wonky. It can. <laughs> but, but I will say in general, the Peloton community is probably one of the nicest communities of people on the internet in yeah. general. There's, of course, bad apples. But in general, everybody's super supportive of each other and they're cheering each other on. Sure. And that's how Tom and I have met so many people across the Internet, yeah. <laughs> across the country. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know that. Like I said, I'm, that's good to know. No, it's, I mean, look, it's a, I think that the, the competition part has been fantastic. You know, just I mean, and the thing about it, at least I found so far with the people I ride with is there's not even any shaming. Like typically if we work out together, like I say, in the, in the weight room. And, you know, you're not doing what everyone else is doing. You know, you're going to get made fun of, right? It's just kind of the way it is, right? But, like, there's – I think we all realize that we all started out pretty bad. And so <laughs> when guys, you know, don't do as good as you think or they don't do as well today, like, there's no mocking. It's like, wow, good job, buddy, because it was hard. And I found that very – not comforting is probably the wrong word, but just, like, nice about so riding with, with people so far. And I, I would say, in general, that's how Peloton is across the board. That's how the community is. It's, it's always a cheering on type of thing. And, and I really like that about the company. The, uh, the community that they've built has always been, like, meet you where you are, regardless of who you are. Uh, you know, there's people that ride the bike that um, they might be... Uh, we ha- we've had a person on who has been an Olympic champion, but she had she yeah. was blind. So, you know, we've, she's a triathlete, but she wow. has she has to, like, do the Paralympian so that she has like somebody. Yeah. So there's just all kinds of really interesting stories out there. Um, I mean, it's obviously look, I've read it on the sports side, but I'm glad to read the stories on the, the, you know, the page. Uh, I think it's I think, again, the competition. I'll tell you what, I've only dealt with the, the customer service once essentially right when i when i called and got the bike yeah they were great they were easy they were great they came to the house they set it up in seven minutes it's always worked even though today actually i think it was my internet was was in and out uh but just like it's always worked like it's it's just everything has worked well the classes are easy to find it's easy to like i said they come up, the one time i used customer service was great and it's been good so far so do you think if you ever go to new york after this travel is lifted and we can move about freely again will you ever go to the studio and do a live ride yes but again i'm not going to follow what they're telling me to do so I'm gonna be <laughs> when they're like, all right three minute rest and i'm over there just like in the back up in the saddle so okay um yeah yeah 100 percent go but i also don't have shoes so i wear a size 18 so i have the cages so um, think about that wow do they, do they have that okay yeah, by the way if I know you have a lot of listeners, if you're if anyone's listening, if you can find size eight teachers I can clip into, I'd love to try them out. I've searched the internet, can't find them. If anyone knows size eighteen, I can clip into. I'd love to have them because it just kind of gets uncomfortable sometimes yeah. with the cages, especially my feet being so big. So if anyone has them or knows where to get them or can make them, just let me know. I'm just like sitting here going. If you're getting those kind of numbers of output with the cages on, I can't even imagine the output you would get if you. Oh, so, so do you go faster if you if you are able to clip in? Absolutely. Yeah, let, let me translate what she's saying because she's my wife, so I can translate <laughs> or what she's saying. Is she saying that she is not going to help you? <laughs> Be better at this. Oh. Is that why I can't go faster? Yeah, right. it yeah. is. It is. It really is because I'm sort of like because I should go faster, but I kind of don't. Well, yeah, because when you're when you've got it clipped against your foot, you can you can use the entire upstroke of the pedal because it's not coming. You're not fighting against the gravity at that point. It's with your foot. 
So it's it's a complete game changer to be clipped in. Well, someone better get me some, some dang shoes then. <laughs> well, we will put the team to work and yeah, we will find them knows. for you. So I would think, though, that like, because this is a very popular activity, it sounds yeah. like, among NFL players and professional athletes in general. And by mm-hmm. virtue of definition, professional athletes are larger tall and you guys are powerful tall. Yeah. than the average person said the guy who's five six and uh and so like i would think that there would be some sort of like cottage boutique industry that would make things like that for i you really guys. think there well, is see, but you can get shoes up you can get shoes up to 17 though that's, that's just 18 is the problem oh. what i've seen so far you know i could i could buy the piece that goes on the shoe and maybe get an old shoe or just like put on there somehow yeah there are uh there are another type of cage that it's a little bit better because it connects to the bottom of your shoe rather than just like you slide your foot in so i don't know yeah. which one you have but still it... i just literally slide my foot in and like yeah the the back three-fourths of my foot's not even attached and so like especially when i climb it kind of like sucks about 45 seconds a minute it's like i'm done like i yeah. wish i could climb longer yeah well, yeah that i mean that ex- that it does explain explains it explains why you feel like you can't go faster because yes because you can't it's it's literally messing with your speed and your power like i said your output would be ginormous a huge okay, input well, this is this it, is my if you one of your listeners i i need i need this solution okay at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter, you can send me a DM. They're they're open. You let me know. We'll, we'll work out a deal. But size <laughs> size eighteen, preferably a little wider than usual, and uh, I will uh, I'll rock them. Okay. Okay. Well, challenge it, extended. Yes. This is a we'll, this is a resourceful group. I have a feeling we're going to be successful. Yeah, we're putting <laughs> it out into the clip out universe. Yes. Hopefully, we have some cobblers that listen. <laughs> Like, you I'd never know. <laughs> well, that's fascinating. I feel like we really got somewhere with yeah. you. <laughs> It'd be great if we could solve this problem for you. Yes, incredible. And and then like and then you could start. Right. Well, see, don't tell anybody. Don't yeah. tell any of your friends. You know, be- they all have them. Like all the things. I think all the people I ride with have have shoes. But what I'm saying is, if you're com- you're really competitive, right? And so yes. so like if you don't tell them just that you sudden- just suddenly show up with these. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna blast them. I'm performing enhancing drugs. It's just some shoes. <laughs> so let's tell them I'm juicing. Shoe juicing. You're, you're juicing. <laughs> I am, yes. I feel like I'm writing a children's book with making up words. Shoesing? I'm Dr. Shoosh. <laughs> oh, geez. So, so I, I have a question about your NFL career and more just like how did you make that transition from the nfl to what you're doing now was that difficult was that kind of a thing that was that was waiting for you like how did how does that transpire um well i mean it takes a lot of work i I always wanted to do media and then looking at kind of where i was uh you know in my career and I, i you know i was pretty hurt most of my career i had a couple couple good seasons where i was healthy um, and then it just, it takes a lot of work. So basically for about two years, all I did was say yes to anything, anyone, anything someone wanted me to do an interview, a radio show, a podcast, uh, anything just said yes. And, uh, that's how I kind of began my radio career is just saying yes to everything. And my agent helped me with, you know, getting my foot in the door with some people at Sirius. And then the writing side, I legit just said like one day I was like, I'm going to start writing. And I wasn't a terribly good writer, but I wanted to start doing it. I just I wrote and wrote something about offensive line play, and I sent it around to a couple of buddies, and SB Nation picked it up. I've been with them ever since. They've been fantastic to work with. 
uh, you know, the podcast, we've just been kind of building, you know, trying to find the right opportunity to, to get in on that side. And I have, you know, it's called Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. It's about, it's about football mostly. I don't know what else we talk about football. We <laughs> laugh about Tiger, Tiger King and stuff like that. Um, oh my God, so, Tiger King. Yeah, don't get us started on Tiger King. It's such a crazy, yeah. crazy thing. Uh, Carol's the absolute worst. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, she's the worst. I mean, yeah, she, she killed her husband. We all know that. I know, right? So, <laughs> The worst part, by Allegedly. the way, real quick before I know we get on a tangent, is that she doesn't realize she's the worst. Like she thinks she's the best, and she's right. actually yes, the worst. yes. Yeah, she, she thinks that like she's her cats look like they were in worse shape than Joe's cats. Yes, yeah. it was crazy. We're doctors, who did weird doctors, not even an actual doctor. Um, well, my favorite, so, like, my favorite part is when like and and they they don't show it in order, so you don't necessarily connect the dots until you look back on it. But like when she starts going on about like. Well, no, you wouldn't put perfume to have a tiger attack them. You'd cover them in sardine oil. It's like, well, that's really thought out yeah, for someone like you, that's never done it. You really thought about that, <laughs> Miss. You, I didn't kill my husband. <laughs> yeah, and, and you also changed his will, right? So, Wait, yeah. It's so weird. There's so many questions about a lot of things. A lot in that of things. Show. Sorry, yeah, Sorry, you're right. Yeah. We don't want to go down a huge tangent. So, um, and she's very litigious, yeah. so we so need to be careful. Like, I just think like being persistent. You know, I'm not a guy that didn't win a Super Bowl. I wasn't a Pro Bowler, and so you know, you win a Super Bowl, you're like gifted a job in media if you can just speak. And it just takes persistence, right? Coming up with content, being persistent, having your agent bother people to get you on TV, just continue to work and. Um, I have no problem putting in the work. So it just takes time. And that's what I've done so far. And there's still a lot more I want to do. And, you know, I had some momentum that was kind of blunted by, you know, what's happening right now. And again, I hope everyone stays, uh, stays safe out there. Um, and we'll, we'll see when, when hopefully football returns in the summer and we have a full season and I'll just keep doing what I do. And if opportunities come up, they come up. If not, um, I'm grateful for what I have. That's what a great awesome. attitude. Yeah. I really like that. So I used to I used to care a lot more about other people getting jobs that I thought I deserved, but it's just like it's a waste of time to to do that. That's smart. There's certain things you just can't control. Correct. <laughs> like yeah. everything right now. Well, there's there's that. <laughs> no, no way to control this. So with, on all these sports shows, because I'm not a sports guy, right? Like I like have zero interest in sports. <laughs> My knowledge of football goes to like North Dallas Forty. And the longest yard, the first one, and like that's about it. In other words, he'll always pull some kind of uh, movie thing into right. It. It's got to be related to pop culture. <laughs> it's a, so. What do you guys talk about right now? Like what? Like oh, with, what a great question! Football? Yeah, like what? Wouldn't you guys do your with podcast or shows? Yeah, yeah, for sports in general. Like what are the sports well, shows I mean, talking about? So, all right. So right now, the NFL still has their draft in April, so we can still talk about the draft. Okay. And this is where you get creative. So it becomes what we call list season. And list season is normally in July in the summer. Okay. Time where you just you rank everything. So like top five at this position, top five this, top five that, top five jerseys, top five places that you go get food in a you know in a city, top five and you start ranking stuff. And that's how you do it. I mean, my Pac twelve show today, um, there's no Pac twelve football, all the campuses are closed, right? Spring balls didn't happen. So we just did we did a fantasy draft of offensive players. We have we do a Mount Rushmore of every school of their founding father and you know who you know, all this you know we try to compare someone to an Abraham Lincoln and a Roosevelt and a Jefferson and a George Washington and you just you become creative. We talk a lot about our life. I have two young kids, they're five and three. My wife works full time, so she's a nurse, uh, not at the hospital yet, but I think we're, she's going to end up being there pretty soon. And so we talk about our life and just. 
look forward to the season. You start talking about schedules. So there's the NFL being around still is, is very helpful. The NFL was shuttered business. There'll be nothing to do. I mean, I, there's, there's stuff on the writing side that I've saved that I can just talk about schemes and personnel, stuff like that, kind of get real nitty gritty. And I can find ways to keep talking about stuff like that. But I mean, more than one hour of radio a day, which what we're doing now would probably be a lot because there's just there ain't, ain't much happening. But you, know, you make it work. You, you're people are professionals. I could I could do a three hour show if I needed to. You repeat topics and uh, you know, the average listener is listening for seven to ten minutes. So right. if you you know you, you do um, you know a topic in hour one, you could you can recycle do it, it. Three. Yeah, I used to work in radio, so like I totally know. Like you can. Like most people, they're listening in their car. So, of course, right now. But yeah. <laughs> Not- well, yeah, I mean, now, I mean, podcast listens. I think I saw we're down like 20% right now because no one's in their car. And I, I know I've listened to less podcasts over the last couple of weeks than I normally would because uh, no one, like I said, no one's in their car. Yeah, absolutely. So I have I have a question about your, your wife riding the bike. When she does ride the bike, like who gets mad at who for having to switch all the settings? <laughs> I mean, she gets upset. I don't know. I don't think she gets that upset. I mean, she has to lower the seat, obviously, and take the. Um, I get more upset because I don't want to pull off the the clips and put on my cages. Oh it's kind yeah, of yeah, that makes so perfect that's, sense. That's and she's always like, just clip it back in. I go, no, I have to like unscrew the back to loosen it up and to get the cage in. And so I'd probably get more pissed off. It's easier for her just to take the cage off, snap it off with her foot, and then put you know clip in, and then you just lower everything down to where she has to be at. But she, like I said, she hasn't been on it. I mean. I think she's taking this time to just never work out again. So <laughs> I'm not sure I have to worry about that at all. <laughs> okay. So uh, I know that your your big thing that you've learned about the Peloton is to make it comfortable for you. But is there any advice that you have for people who are just joining Peloton that like you wish you had known day one? Um, I mean, I just I, I mean, I kind of came into it cocky and figured it'd be easy. But, I mean, that's just because that's kind of my mentality, I think, when it comes to athletics. So I would just say that, uh, I mean, I think that you just find what you like. Like, I mean, like I pretty much have figured out what I like now. And, and of course, there's stuff you can explore. But I really do think it's okay to just kind of make it up as you go. Like, if you don't want to do the rest, then don't, then don't do the rest. If you don't want to climb this time, then don't climb. I mean, there's if you don't want to get out of your saddle, don't do it. I don't feel like you have to be beholden. It should be up to yourself to figure out how hard you need to work or don't need to work. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Like, you don't, you know, you just figure out what you want to do on it and then go ahead and do it. I haven't really done any, I haven't done any of the yoga. I haven't done any of the core stuff. So I, I don't know how that, oh how my that gosh. is. Oh my gosh. Emma Lovewell's um, Crush Your, bike. Emma Lovewell's Crush Your Core program is amazing. Yeah, that sounds like something I don't know. Well, you said, <laughs> you said you liked yoga and Pilates and it's, it has some, yeah. some Pilates-ish moves in it. So I, you okay. might like maybe it. I'll give it a, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> Real quick, you can just add it on 10 minutes to your day. She's like a sommelier for Peloton. <laughs> okay, I'm not tell, I can tell. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try. Okay. All right. That's all we can ask. So um, what is your leaderboard name? Are you comfortable sharing that with people or no? Yeah, it's G, it's G Schwartz uh, 7474. That's awesome. I, I have no doubt you'll be getting lots of followers if you don't already have them. <laughs> I, I hope so. I have. I don't know, a decent hundred followers or something. So, uh, yeah, just uh, prepare at, at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. I tweet about when we're going on like the night before. So I'm going to probably do it pretty soon now. 
figure out. I think we're just 830 class tomorrow morning. We're going to take it together and I'll tweet it out. That's awesome. And hopefully, since I actually get to work from home next, starting next week for the next eight weeks, then maybe I'll be able to oh, join you. Hop, you got to hop in. Yeah, I'm totally <laughs> going to. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> Uh, and I'll be following. So, <laughs> one big party, and I'll, I hopefully I get invited to this Facebook group here, and I become a uh, uh, the only time I ever go on Facebook. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this might confirm your suspicions about Facebook, though. Yeah, it might. <laughs> it's a little weird in there sometimes. Can't be any worse than what it is. Yeah, touche. So, well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to join us. We really appreciate it. Glad to be on. It was a, a good conversation. I enjoyed the bike. So uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. It's been a blast. Absolutely. So I guess that brings another one to an end. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Another awesome treat. We are going to be talking to Tammy Cunnington, who is a Paralympian. Whoa. Yeah. She is pretty badass. You would have to be. You would. Yes. So, uh, well, I guess that is something to look forward to. Until then, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram or Twitter on the bike. And of course, the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can uh, find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Of course, wherever you're getting your podcasts, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And sign up for the newsletter at TheClipOut.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Clip in, set yourself free.